A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello. 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 Um, Katie and I are, uh, we're actually driving down uh, Madison Avenue on our way to 96th Street to take a right to head over the Tribar Bridge. I'm dropping Katie back to Storia. We've been podcasting. Yeah. Katie's texting. That's why she's not talking. No, my feckin' roommate is locked out, so I'm just letting her know that I'm in the podcast. That you're on your way back. That you're yeah. in the you're in the podcast. You're in it. I'm in the podcast. Ooh, it's like a like a the Matrix. Okay, you're now in, you're in the you're in the podcast. Back to my, back to my phone on back my notes. Back to focused. Back to being focused. Oh, so hello everybody. We're driving back to Astoria. Um, Katie and I have just been recording. We've got a few. We have got a couple in the bag, but um, yeah. Right now we're uh, right now we're doing an intro to only one of them. I don't want to give away too many of our secrets of what day it actually is dun 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 but we have a great we have a great guest uh coming up in this episode an actual person and i guess a porn star you could say yeah we have an actual porn star on the podcast today somebody who's done porn yeah it's amazing i mean katie you've gone from having never watched porn to interviewing porn stars i know in the space of very little time quite the journey i know it really is quite a journey so the last was the last episode I watched porn uh no uh, it was uh two episodes <laughs> it was it was well it was it was uh because we had oh right who oh my I just had a brain we had Catherine Henson Catherine Jesus my brain just shut down there for a second we had Catherine Henson and so then, I had two and then weeks. we had Dr. Shulman yes who we may or may not have just interviewed five seconds ago okay now that the secret taking you, the magic away just to, well you know because I, I don't want people <laughs> to think that you're um you know that you're being ditzy. In actual fact, you're you're, you're having to make some assumptions. Yes, well, thank you. Sometimes so we I am we just ditzy we though. we interviewed Dr. Shulman and uh, we interviewed uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah Janine is our uh, uh, Aaliyah Janine retired yesterday, but she's today's episode. Yeah, and so in time wise, I had two weeks to kind of so I watched my first porn with you, and then kind of decide if I don't I haven't spoken about it at all, right? Uh, we haven't. No, we didn't. You know what happened. We, we we interviewed Catherine Henson, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't actually have time. You had to run off and do a show, remember? Oh and yeah. And we didn't have time to uh, to do like an intro app for that, so we didn't we didn't really have like together chat. And then yesterday, we 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 did Aaliyah, and uh, now we're doing the intro. So this is the first time it's just been me and you chatting since since Catherine. Yeah. Since Catherine. And I think like a lot of people message like oh and people to look at but then i i forgot who messaged what and i couldn't and then my so many things happened on my instagram and it was a busy week so i actually didn't get i just kind of went back to Pornhub, the one that you brought me on oh so you so you've 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 done further research in your in your porn life yeah i went back to Pornhub, and then i was like looking for girl on girl because i thought okay i think that's what i'm into but then the first one i found was like so 
bad it was all like acting and I guess it was um I think it was girl on girl for men because it well, most of it is oh okay well that was my problem so they were like uh she was like a boss and then the girl was like a bad employee but the acting was really bad so that's why I was like okay yeah that's a that's a you'll, you'll find that's a running theme you're not there for the acting no that was very stressful because like I said I get turned but you on can by just click off yeah but you just Oh yeah, like I did. I like and I zoomed forward and stuff, but it was all like screaming and I was like, okay, this isn't for me. And then I was looking through um I found another one and again then I was like, Oh maybe porn isn't for me. Which and is which is totally fair. Yeah, but then I but then I went a few days later, I googled uh, you know, women friendly porn, but it was all all the links they were showing were ones you have to pay for and I'm not gonna pay for anything yet when I haven't committed to it, so Back to Pornhub I went. Um, and then I found one that I liked. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was great, actually. I loved it. It was this one called Sexy Girl Does Porn First Time. And it's with a guy, but what I liked about it was she's just a regular looking girl. She's actually not like, she's like regular boobs and regular bum. And just like, you know, she's pretty, but she's not like unrealistic looking. And she Yeah, there's a sexiness in the, in the reality of it. Yeah, and she had an interview up top and she was like, yeah, I haven't done this before and this is my first time and I'm, you know, I'm kind of excited. And, and then she was like, I guess we'll just take baby steps and stuff. And it was one of the first ones that came up. In- oh, there's always something, isn't there? So I'm sorry about that, but myself and Katie chatted for like another 10 minutes driving back to Astoria. But it turns out that my SD card finished up which I only noticed um, the next day when I went to edit uh, last week's episode, but I didn't realize until now that it finished halfway through our drive back to Astoria, which obviously I didn't notice because I was driving, and I like to be as safe as one can be while chatting on a podcast while driving. So disappointing because myself and Katie had a fun chat but without further ado here's our chat with Aaliyah Janine and uh, it's a great chat we talk all aspects of the porn industry and actually a little bit about being an escort so strap in chat to you after the app Aaliyah yes not Alia well it's pronounced Alia it's actually just easier for most white people to say Alia. <laughs> Alia. Alia, yeah. Alia, where does that name come from? Um, my mom got it from the science fiction book Dune by Frank Herbert. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, like Paul's sister, if anyone's familiar with the weird series. David Lynch made a movie. That's right. Uh, like David Sting Bowie. Was, it, was, David was it was Sting. It was Sting. Yeah, it was uh, horrible. I still own it on VHS. That's <laughs> how old I am. Um. I remember it coming out, but I never. I actually never watched it. Yeah, I've only seen it up to one part. I keep falling asleep. Like, I'm not uh. into that kind of sci-fi I kept meaning to watch it because I'm a David Lynch fan but yeah me too but this one was not one of his best things okay but let's uh let's let's point out the fact that if your if your parents name you after like a science fiction character yeah means your parents probably pretty quirky right uh my mom yeah she was uh she just retired she was a registered nurse for 30 years uh, mostly labor and delivery some um some other areas and uh my dad is a retired Vietnam vet 
Um, retired Vietnam. Oh, retired yeah, yeah, from yeah. his job, not from... Correct, yeah. Um, well, he couldn't... Like, he tried to have jobs. Like, he was a deputy sheriff um, in Texas for a little while when he got out. He was uh, a truck driver for a little while, but he has PTSD, manic depressant, bipolar, and it also loves drugs. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually, like, he is 100% disabled just mentally just because uh, Vietnam really fucked him up because he went sure. in when he was, like, 17, 18. He went Jesus. in real young. So Wow. Did he meet your mom before he went in? No, after. They actually, uh, they met after at school. Because <laughs> he was going to school for uh, criminal psychology. Because, um, of course, he was. And, um, like, they had met, my mom was watching her friend's baby while she took a test and this baby wouldn't stop crying. And my dad, like, just came up. It's like, here, I'll, I'll help you. And, like, the baby was quiet and stuff. He's like, I make good <laughs> babies if you ever want to practice. And then that's how... Um, they started dating. Like, wow. Yeah, it's actually kind of sweet how they met, how they broke up. Not so nice. <laughs> oh, so it didn't work out? No, no. They were never married or anything like that. Like, oh, really? Like most children, I was not planned. <laughs> um, so you were raised by a single mom? Uh, mom? Yeah, I lived with uh, both my parents. I lived with my mom for a while. I, was, I lived with some relatives for a while, and then my mom, and then my dad, and then my mom again. Oh. I moved around a lot. I went to like... 11 different schools and moved like 20, really? 30 times. Yeah, growing up. Wow. Just because like when I lived with one, like I lived with my mom up until I was like six, seven, then lived with my dad between like seven to like high school and then high school was with my mom. So like they would just move all the time, you know, within those years, they would move different places how, and how stuff. How did that even come up that you would live with one till seven um, the well, because my dad was getting married and my mom thought it'd be better to have like a more family atmosphere because like she had a kid, but uh, she forgot that um, he's a raging drug addict and she was a, like a super alcoholic and very like physically and mentally abusive. So, but yeah, so it was like very broken kind of thing. But like she kind of had to because her fiance had died in bed next to her uh, from sleep apnea. <laughs> so she was kind of messed up. Um, wow. So she needed some time off. Which is understandable. She was young. They had me when they were 24, so. So, sorry, who, who, who died? Did your dad? Uh, my mom's fiance oh, died yeah. in bed next to her of sleep apnea. Really? Yeah, Jesus. and that really fucked her up. Because she was a nurse, and she's like, she could have saved him, you know, but she was sleeping. <laughs> so she got a little break. You yeah, went to yeah, she needed, like, a, a mental break. So, yeah, I went and Was to it you or your mom that realized that it was not ideal for you to be with the uh, oh, me. drug addict, alcoholic <laughs> combo? Me, but they, uh, she's still... She just kind of thought that, like, because she didn't know right away. And, like, because as a kid, like, you don't know. Like, you're kind of afraid. And my stepmother would be like, oh, if you say anything, like, I'll hurt you more. And then, like, th you don't say things, you know. And the bruises said stuff, though, later. Oh, so, so it was physically abusive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was very physically Is abusive. Is this your mom? No, my no, stepmom. Step yeah, no, my parents were actually great. It was my stepmom. Because my dad was a truck driver, so he would be gone most of the week. He would just be home on the weekends. Jesus. Yeah. And did she have kids of her own? Yeah, yeah, they, she had a son uh, through a previous marriage, and then uh, they had um, a kid together, so I have a half-brother. Well, I had a half-brother. He Almost passed away a couple oh. years ago. God, Sorry. there's a lot of tragedy in there. Yeah, and Jesus. We've yeah. been talking for five minutes. I know. I'm like, well, thank you for the therapy session. <laughs> We've had a few. We, we had, had you on few. to talk about the fact that you used to be a porn star, but yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I mean, now everyone knows a, why. If ever there was a backstory <laughs> to how somebody ends up in porn, <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to sell the story of like, you know, some people just make good life decisions. They some want to be porn just, stars. <laughs> yeah, some people just like, yeah, I actually didn't get into porn until I was 30. So it wasn't really? like, yeah, I wasn't trying to get back in mommy and daddy. I was actually like, I was um, 
dating this dude and like we were going to get married and all sorts of stuff like the whole nine and um he hit me and tried to throw me down a flight of stairs so um i started doing porn to like get back at him for doing that wow all right well let's 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 just jump back just for a sec just because we've got a little bit of backstory now so i just want (laughs) to can i yeah Go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask, did your stepmom beat the other kids too? Or uh, no, it was mostly emotion? me and uh, my half-brother. She was very jealous of me because I was my dad's little girl. You know, I was daddy's mm-hmm. little girl. Yeah, so it was kind of like this weird jealousy thing. Jeez. And just also being a raging fucking alcoholic. Like, her mom was an alcoholic. Her brother was a raging alcoholic. Like, I think he killed someone in a car accident type alcoholic. Yeah. But when you went back, so you went back to your mom. Yeah, yeah, did you, yeah. Did you achieve? School. Did you achieve some sort of stability, or was it always a bit? Um, well, no. When I went back, because um, I was in high school, you know, so I was a teenager, so I was real smart. You know, I knew everything, and I was like, "Oh, these next four years, I'm gonna get back at you for making me live in that toxic fucking household." So I was just an animal in high school. Oh, so you were? Yeah, like, like a, I got expelled. You were a Doctor Phil. Uh, yeah. Catch recruit. me outside, kind of yeah, a <laughs> little outside. bit. How about not, that? not as bad. Like I still got like somewhat decent grades. Like I did graduate high school barely, but I mean, I went to college and had a four It's not that I wasn't smart. I just you're just a, like slightly rebellious teenager. Yeah, but nothing too crazy though, huh? Um, no, not really. I never really got arrested for anything. I did like I got expelled my freshman year because I accidentally started the soccer field on fire. Oh, <laughs> so I just flicked a cigarette, but it happened to be in a pile of dead leaves and fires happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone else was actually going to get blamed for it, so I actually turned myself in because I didn't want this other person to get blamed for it. Oh, that was nice. I guess. And that's that's the reason why they actually let me go back to school. I was just suspended for like the last three months or whatever. Yeah, so it was actually... I'm a nice person. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. no yeah. I was just curious. I was just curious, uh, you know, if, if you know, like, what, what was the rest of the childhood like after that trauma? You know. Oh yeah, no, I was just kind of an asshole, and definitely like I had attachment issues. I mean, obviously, I still do. Like, you never really get rid of those. You know, you just work through them, recognize them. I have a degree yeah. in psychology now. It's just cheaper to go to therapy, I think. Yeah, what, what to just do yeah, just on yeah, yourself? just get the degree and figure it all out for myself. <laughs> Look in the mirror. Like, you need to be, be like, honest with yourself. Right. <laughs> Wow, you have a degree in psychology. That's amazing. Yeah, and I have a degree in uh, police science, an associate's degree in police science. I got that uh, before I started porn, like when I was in my 20s. So in your 20s, you thought you were just going to get into like criminal psychology? Yeah, like I was kind of following in my father's footsteps that way. I was really into forensic science. Like I was like, I'm a big science nerd. And uh, my mom being a nurse, like I tried, like I was a nursing assistant for a while when I was 18. And I realized, like, I like all the medical shit. I just don't like people that are like when I had to work because like they always gave me like to prepare the, like if someone died like you had to prepare the body for like the family you know to pay their respects say their goodbyes or whatever before they ship it off to the to the morgue or whatever the fuck they do with it and like I didn't have a problem doing that like I hated having to like like give old people baths and stuff like that I'm like I'll deal with the dead bodies <laughs> instead I don't know it's a morbid thing I guess so so you wanted to be a criminal psych you, and then it turned out not not the career for you yeah well because I did like a lot of training like I was very good at it I was certified for law enforcement in the state of Wisconsin and I'm like I had my pride in Wisconsin yeah that's where I'm originally from Milwaukee Wisconsin oh if that explains anything that's uh <laughs> whatchamacallit territory in terms Dahmer. of well, oh. Dahmer, but also, um, wasn't, what's his face, uh, all the stuff that went down, God, how can I forget, I, I mean, was I was Epstein? so, 
I was so oh, no, obsessed with this bloody Netflix documentary. And oh, oh, Making a Murderer. Making a Murderer. Yeah. I mean, I, I, how oh, I just drew a blank on that. That's, I uh, that was up in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Like, because they owned a towing company. So, like, um, I have relatives up in that area. Like, we would drive past their place and stuff like that. Like, I've actually encountered Jeffrey Dahmer before and stuff like really? that. Oh, really? Serial killer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought, I he thought, ate people. Oh, he ate people. Yeah, he's the one Jesus who ate people. Christ. He had people in his fridge and everything. Yeah, and he had, Jesus. like, those big 50-gallon drums and just, I don't even like, have food in my fridge. I know. I have nail <laughs> polish and batteries. That's <laughs> so how long did you, did, so you worked for a while in that career? Yeah, yeah. I was an armored car driver for a while. I did like security. I was a prime investigator for a while. I just realized that um, when I really like doing drugs, like pot, like I'm a big pot smoker <laughs> and stuff like that. And I also just don't like getting shot at. That's a thing that will have to happen if you're in that field. I don't mind shooting at other people. Like that's fun. But yeah, getting shot at. So that was so the fun. end of that. Yeah. So, what did you do after that? Um, I went back to stripping. <laughs> oh, so you had already been a stripper? Yeah, yeah, I was a stripper. Uh, that's how I paid for, like, the last semester of um, that degree. Yeah, I was a stripper. I've always wanted to be a dancer. Like, dancing was, like, always one of my favorite things to do. And how I got into porn was um, to get, like, credits for feature dancing. Because, you know, you have the strippers that, like, get paid, like, the porn stars that, that go to clubs and stuff like that. And with the boom of the internet, because it was, like, around 2008, 2009, especially, like, internet porn, which kind of started around 2000 or a little bit before but like tube sites and stuff like that like you had to do a little bit more than just nude modeling if you wanted to like get paid feature gigs and stuff like that so. all right so it was kind of like being on a good podcast being good porn correct and then you get more money when you when you go to dance correct yeah <laughs> Wait, i'm i'm a bit lost now i'm i'm confused so okay you're talking about dancing and you're talking about internet porn wait so you danced in the porn no, no, no. She's saying that she needed to do some porn to get better credits for uh, when for, she for more credits. Live. Yeah, yeah, So in yeah. other words, like the way that you would want to do well, like, the Tonight like, Show yeah. so that you would get more credits to get more gigs. To get more oh, gigs. Oh, I understand. So being in porn helped your with your dancing, your exotic dancing Correct. career. See, when you said dancing, I thought you were talking about modern dancing or something for a second. Okay. No, I mean, no, I could she's do that talking too. about stripping. <laughs> stripping. Yeah, stripping. Exotic dancing. They so have then strip they'd be like, oh, she's in all those porn. Yeah, angels. Angels right? <laughs> in Ireland, yeah. I remember my ex-boyfriend went to that while I was with him. I was like, okay. <laughs> so originally, you were really just trying to up your profile for dancing. Yeah, and uh, now, how do you go about doing that? Uh, well, a girl uh, that I danced with, she's like, oh, it was uh, the. Where were you dancing? Of, sorry, um, I've danced all over the country. Like I traveled, I did circuits and stuff like that. Um, this was uh, in Florida. I was with the Score Group. They're um, a big boobed magazine. Like they have like that specific niche down. And she said that you could do like. Um, three solo masturbation videos or whatever. They pay like $500 a piece and they fly you down to Miami and like all this stuff. I was like, all right, let's try it. And like I talked to my family about it because I'm related to, you know, mostly men. So (laughs) you had to let them know because that'd be weird um, not to. And I did that and then... Uh, that was kind of weird because, like, you don't really masturbate in front of other people. Like, it's kind of like a solo <laughs> thing. So this was your first shoot. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was very awkward because, like, it was very stereotypical. Like, it was, like, this Cuban guy with, like, long, greasy, kind of curly hair. And he was wearing, like, a flowered shirt with, like, the big, thick, cold chains. It was very, like, 70s porno kind of thing. And I was just like, of course, I would get this guy. And, and, what and year was where, it? Where was it? It was in Miami. And what but, year? 
Oh, uh, this was 2009? 2009. Okay, so oh, it's not it? that long ago. No, but yeah. what type of place? Like, was it? Oh, it's a huge, uh, they have a huge warehouse, like, where they shoot and stuff like that. Sometimes, like, they'll go off to different locations and stuff. But when I went there, they were making, like, this movie. It was called Mamazon. And <laughs> they're like, oh, you'd be perfect for it. And they, like, kind of broke down, like, how much money I can make. And I'm like, all right, well, let me talk to my to my family again like my uncle mostly I'm like well what do you think about this so like came up with a price I'm like if anything like I'm just gonna do this one hardcore movie because I was thinking because a lot of girls will be like oh if I do girl girl porn it's not like real porn it's like you're still fucking somebody on film but with this one it was like boy girl so it was a dude I'm like all right fucking I'm just gonna do it it's like it's a good movie like it will be fun and then um I realized that I really liked it and it was super fun so I just kind of kept doing it and then the dancing thing kind of had to stop because I have really bad knees from high school from volleyball and track and shit like that so okay all right yeah go ahead (laughs) sure okay so the first one is just a masturbation and he's watching it you don't yeah yeah, well he's filming well the thing was is that he was trying to like help me you know he'd be like oh do this and that was fucking me up even more i'm like dude i think i know what i'm doing (laughs) like this is kind of my thing (laughs) but yeah yeah it was weird i don't like using um like i like vibrators and stuff but these were just like dildos and they're just like they're not as fun for me you know what i mean so you had to use what they were providing yeah yeah like they give you like brand new ones you get to pick them out or whatever they're like oh no vibrators because of the noise or whatever depending like certain companies are very strict on on what they do and what they don't do like this one it's either you have to have like a full on bush or completely shaved like you can't have anything in between and stuff like that because i had like a little patch they're like yeah you're gonna have to get rid of that (laughs) so you did you do your three video. You did your three videos before the Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, it was about like two, three weeks after. You were still in Miami. Well, I was living in Florida. I had moved to Florida. Um, I was up in Clearwater. All right. Yeah. So I just drove down. So it wasn't as much of like an incidentally. It was basically saying, "Hey, there's another offer." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And there's like a couple other like little scenes for the magazines and stuff like that. So yeah, I had all of the credits that I needed. And you were completely comfortable walking onto this because it's one thing masturbating for the camera. Yeah, the yeah the hardcore sex was actually way easier. Just really? Cause, yeah, because someone else was there <laughs> with you. Yeah, and but like, how does it? How, like I've never been in a porn set. What's yeah. what's the vibe when you? Oh uh, well, this okay. So this porn set, we were actually kind of like in this mini zoo area because we're supposed to be in the jungle. Like I'm a tribe member of this big titty tribe and we have this stone that's supposed to make our boobs bigger and these explorers want this stone to bring it back to the United States so everyone can have big boobs whatever it's a wonderful plot line and (laughs) it's so much fun but um so there's just like they have all these animals in different cages and stuff like that tropical animals and um my sex scene was next to some birds and so for a while, um, we kind of had to stop. Like, this actually took a lot longer than it should have because the birds started, like, mimicking my sounds. <laughs> like the birds mom. were listening to your moaning? And yeah, and then they would start mimicking the moaning, so they had to, like, keep stopping. Then, like, we'll be able to film for a couple minutes, then they would do it again. Like, some of it was actually just softcore, where it wasn't even penetration just because we needed some action scenes because of these fucking birds wouldn't shut up. It's very, um, it was funny. Did you talk to the guy in advance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had talked um, a little bit. There's like, oh, this is her first movie. I'm like, yeah, but I've had sex before. The only thing that was weird was that because this was, um, because like I started talking like how girls like talk in porn. Like, you know, you do some research research and stuff like that. So I did that. And then they're like, what do you mean? Like, 
Well, well like, like what? The, yeah, like dirty talk and stuff like that. Because like, there's the stuff I say. I'm like, I don't think that's sexy enough for porn. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, oh, it is. I just need to say it more aggressively, kind of thing. But with this, this was the first time I've ever had sex with a man. So like, I was not supposed to know what I was saying. So I'm oh, like, so I did all this. Oh, so you're out of character, enjoying it too much. Yeah, I was like, all right, well, this sucks a little bit. Wow. So what were you supposed? What, what, what was your character? How was your character supposed to be enjoying it? Um, like, oh my God, this is. Yeah. Well, well no, not- it was like this new thing. I was very interested, like, because like first, like we did like a blowjob scene, and like I was playing with this dick, and I just look at it, I'm like, oh, do I bite it? Uh-huh. Thing. Um, yeah, which was very funny. <laughs> well, that's good. You get to do a bit of acting. Yeah, it was actually like a and lot of my improv is is really good just because a lot of porn setups is just like they give you like a base like storyline. Like yeah, they have scripts and stuff like that for some stuff, but for the most part, like you're just you're improving. And you were completely comfortable just being naked with this whole crew. Yeah. And this guy. Yeah, well, because I was a stripper for so long, like being naked yeah. isn't a problem for me. And then suddenly, just starting to have sex, it was just like yeah, yeah. no big deal. Did you enjoy the sex? Yeah, not all of the time. Like, sometimes it was just like, oh, I have to work today and I don't want to yeah. work today. Yeah, but, like, that's the reason why I did it. Wow. Like, if I didn't really like it, I wouldn't have really done it. Like, ex- like, I got to explore and, like, do things that, like, I wouldn't really be able to do in my personal life because, like, there's just a level of trust, you know, especially with, like, BDSM. Like, I've, I've done some of that stuff, which is super fun. But, like, you want to be with someone that knows what they're doing and, like, that you could trust and stuff like that. So You always worked with, like... This one company? No, I worked with um, all of them. I worked with a bunch of them. So you did it for quite a while? Yeah, I did. Well, only about four years. I made like around 150 movies, like different really? scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot more people. That's like 150 people. No, I mean, a, oh. lot, of, <laughs> um, a lot of it was with a lot of the same people. Oh, that's um, d- great because then you can build up a bit of a rapport. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's certain people that like you could be cool with, but like there is no like sexual vibe, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So it's like people that have a good sexual vibe with. And also just because like of my size, because I'm tall and stuff like that, like trying to stick with, with me with like shorter guys, like they want to do that for like the mom, stepson type porn and stuff like that but I feel bad for those dudes because like sometimes like they'll have to like stand on an apple box like if they have me bent over yeah doggy's tough when you're shorter than the girl yeah especially on a desk and stuff like that oh yeah there's been times when like I've just had bruises in weird places just because I have to like position myself awkwardly uh so I mean was there any like particularly funny moments from your porn career that stand out i mean sex in general is pretty fucking hilarious so when you add like technical stuff like a director and lighting guy yeah it's hysterical well like what are some of the classic things that happen that unexpected um well sometimes like pop shots as we call when when a guy comes uh, depending on where they are like the camera guy has to get it because that's the money shot like that is if there's no cum shot the movie's done and they have to refill because <laughs> there's no way to really fake that. So um, there's been a couple of times when, like, if it's like a, they come on my boobs, like, camera, they may have, like, two camera guys at different angles. And, like, the guy actually comes, like, on the camera guy or something like that. And they can't move, you know. So they have to sit there. was one day the dude was wearing glasses and it's just, like, dripping down his glasses. Oh and you can just see hold the shot. how fucking mad he is and we're trying not to laugh obviously you know because this is the end we're trying to do our jobs yeah so there was a lot of that that had happened and then just like weird shit sometimes girls would freak out on set like especially newer girls if they were on drugs or something like that that's why a lot of companies do like intro and exit 
interviews be like, are you on drugs? Are you here, you know, against your will? Like all of that stuff, because they've had to like kick some girls out. <laughs> it's very dramatic. And uh, is there any like disappointing cum shots where it just kind of like falls out? Or is there a trick to getting a good... Uh, well, that's all the guys like they no, I know. I'm just like curious because they always seem to, they always seem to like yeah. really shoot it. Yeah, Peter North. I've never been able to shoot with such. Peter a, North is um, he's kind of the cum shot king when it comes to that. Like he has a very he's been specific, going forever, right? This yeah, guy. I yeah. remember him from the Spice Days. Yeah, he's still around too. Really? <laughs> oh, he's got to yeah. be in his sixties. Oh yeah, he's still fucking <laughs> amazing. Still what about TT Boys? He's still going. Uh, that I don't know. Like because I've, <laughs> I've been retired for like seven these, years. I just so. remember these names from when I was a teenager watching oh, yeah, spice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but peter north was around yeah peter north is still around uh, Ron Jer- i don't you never dealt, dealt with him did you ron jeremy yeah oh you, you did a scene with him yeah wow he was around from the spice days he's been around a uh, huge forever ginormous i, I don't, don't think know. he's I seen it since you know spice days. you mean because he's so fat <laughs> he's so big you was don't know spice, who ron jeremy is was spice in in could you view it in ireland no, Spice was the thing I was telling you about when your on dad the podcast. Was yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. It was essentially it was hardcore porn without the without the penetration shots. Yeah, it really. was softcore stuff. I've I've shot a bunch of stuff like that. It's normally like on Cinemax, like late at night yes, and stuff like that. Type that. Of stuff. Yeah, I've shot a couple of those, and like it was with other porn stars. And I'm like, this is just weird. Like, because because you think about mainstream actors, like they don't have sex, but you think and it looks so hot. And I'm just like, how are you not like? totally turned on and like yeah. wa- want to have sex you know i guess like like there's rumors like in uh eyes wide shut uh nicole kidman and tom cruise they actually were fucking because they were married at the time like they have those things would be like oh maybe they really were maybe having they were. sex yeah yeah so that's always like that little yeah i was watching a sex scene the other night and i was like they're definitely fucking there's no right? way <laughs> like, oh i don't remember the name of the movie but there's one with like angelina jolie and antonio banderas and it's fucking hot i think it's like from the 90s or whatever i'm like there is no way he is not inside her like there is just no how is he not how do they do that yeah that's they're what i'm act- good at acting good at acting yeah i mean for me i was just like this is boring but like i get it i'm like i'm acting yeah so for, was, for you for you porn was like a totally it was fun positive experience yeah i mean well, i mean there was like some shitty things like i've been ripped off before you know by companies like didn't get paid and stuff like that i've had obviously tube sites they just keep stealing content from like everybody and everything and so that was one of the main reasons why i i got out was just like People weren't paying for it. Although now I went into comedy. I'm like, I actually don't get paid for this either, really. But what, were you making money? Yeah, yeah. I made a decent amount. Like, you make a lot of money, like, off of merchandise and, and, like, public appearances. Like, a lot of girls travel, escorting and stuff like that. There's all webcamming. I made a lot of money webcamming. Oh, you did webcams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done it all. And just, um, what is webcamming? Um, it's where you're like at home. I call it like a strip club at home kind of thing. Cause like the way that you deal with guys is very similar. Like they come into like your chat room or whatever. And then like you, they can request like a private time or, or whatever. And you get more money for that. And then like you masturbate. Sometimes you just talk to him. I had one dude just wanted to watch me sleep. But when, when, <laughs> when you're doing the cam mm-hmm. and a guy says, do this, do you say, give me more money? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You flirt a little bit, like you, you, you tease them, like you would, um, like a stripper would try to get a guy to like get a champagne room yes. or a dance or whatever. Be like, oh, would you want me to do this? I could do that. Yeah, they ask because some dudes are very specific. Some dudes just like, I just want to stare at your feet for ten minutes, and I'm like, cool. <laughs> like that's yeah. There's some guys actually. It's just more like they're lonely. You know, they want just someone to talk to, some attention from a pretty girl. 
And then how, so when you're in the porn game, mm -hmm. do you have to get tested like all the time? Constantly. Yeah, I actually have like, like a little scar, like a heroin addict. <laughs> from the amount of tests? From the amount of times I got tested, yeah. Um, yeah, and especially like we have, there's a bunch of different testing facilities and there was some like um, HIV scares and, and stuff like that before they really like found it. Like they don't really necessarily have a cure, but they have PrEP now, which yes. people could take that will prevent it. And they did actually have cured a couple people of HIV or where like, like Charlie Sheen, like it's undetectable. They call it undetectable or whatever. But there's other stuff like gonorrhea and syphilis and, you know, all the fun ones, herpes, crabs, never any crabs, no herpes. Thank God. Uh, I had gonorrhea twice. And while working in porn? Yeah. Did you know who gave it to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Happens? Well, because like I would have a list, and like you write it down because you have to, um, especially because if you're worried about an HIV thing, like they have like a protocol that like you need to go through. Right? Who did you work with? What days? Who did they work with? So they go like through an umbrella, basically, kind of thing. So yeah. So once that, then you call that person, be like, hey, you got me this. If you haven't been tested yet, do that. Like one dude, we had worked together. Um, and then the very next day he called me, he's like, oh, I got tested after our scene. He's like, and I have, um, I have chlamydia. He's like, I don't know if I gave it to you, but I probably did. So just go get the drugs for it. Go get so, the pill. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a series of, um, pills for like five days, depending on like what it is. Sometimes it's just a shot in the ass. Yeah. Um, gonorrhea is the shot. Yeah. There's different What ones. does gonorrhea do to you? Um, it kind of, have you ever had a yeast infection? Yeah. Okay. So it's like kind of like a creamy liquid. At first I didn't know what it was. I actually thought it was a yeast infection. <laughs> and then I was like, I looked at the consistency of it. I was like, oh no, this is not. Cause like I got the Diflucan or whatever the fuck that shit is. The pill for the yeast infection. I'm like, oh no, this is still around. So I went, cause like I wasn't working. Like I had did a bunch of scenes in the beginning of the month. And then like, I was just going to wait to get tested. Like later until I had my other scenes and then yeah so I had to go in I got tested and, and got that and it was like five days just a series of some pills and a shot this one doctor he loved to give us z-pack shots which isn't necessarily great because they're just so filled up with antibiotics and penicillin your body will actually like start to build like an immune to it like a resistance so this is an occupational hazard a yeah. little bit of std action mm -hmm. yeah Wow. Not you weren't too concerned about that though. Oh well, the first time, the first one, yeah, no, I cried. I called my mom because <laughs> I was like, I was such a whore even before. I was like, I got my first STD, and she's like, well, these are your work hazards now. He's like, you were getting shot with bullets, or you know, you may have been shot with that. Now you're getting shot with cum. So pay attention, little girl. <laughs> and how did your mom feel about you doing porn? Um. Well, she was just like, she was kind of surprised. Like they were like somewhat surprised, but at the same time, she's like, well be safe you know if this is what you want to do do it like i can't tell you not to so yeah, yeah. and i guess you were in your 30s you said so yeah i'm like i was of somewhat of decent age to be like yeah no i'm doing this i mean it was out of spite but like i am a petty bitch so i did win that breakup by the way i think i won that breakup. all right so that yeah so we i, I jumped off of that so yeah th i won that you, breakup. so you really did do it out of spite yeah what? I mean, well, it was also like a career thing, too, but I'm like, because he was very controlling. Like, he was one of those, like, controlled what I wore, like, my makeup, like, who my friends were and stuff like that. And the reason why we had, um, the reason why he hit me and tried to throw me down a flight of stairs because he found my sex list from, like, high school. 
And he like he thought. Why that did you make a, a sex list? Because it was fucking high school. Like boys, that, it wasn't even just sex. Like boys that I made out with, oh, you yeah. know, stuff like that. Just whatever, like kid shit, basically. And it had the dates and everything on it. But he's like, "You're a whore." It was the first time I was ever called a whore, and I was like, "You motherfucker." Yeah. You so, think I'm a whore now? Check this out. Yeah, yeah. I did actually end up dating uh, his favorite director, which. But he was, threw you down the stairs. Tried to. He tried to. You didn't call. You didn't, you didn't think like I'll call the police on this guy. Uh, he's related to half of the police department. All oh, right, okay. Wow. <laughs> he was, yeah. His, um, but so you broke up with him and you went straight to porn? Uh, no, I mean it was uh, a couple years after that. Like we had broke up for a year and then went back out together for another three oh, years. Geez. It was very toxic. I have very toxic relationships, which is why I just tend to be single most of the time. So now within the, so obviously there's all a lot of documentaries lately about the porn industry, yeah, and big debate within. The feminist community, big sort of split in the feminist community about whether it's positive or not. Yeah. Like, you've been in the industry. What, like, what positions do you take when these well, issues what, come Well, when up? people try to, especially females, when they try to define what feminism is, then they're just, like, pigeonholing themselves. Because it's, like, it is for whatever that one person is. Like, if Katie wants to wear a fucking, like, mask, you know, and be covered up, and that's her idea of feminism, then that's the way she thinks. If I want to walk around showing my titties, that's my idea of being a feminist, then that's my idea, and I'm not going to shit on her, and she shouldn't shit on me, kind of thing. Just, like, how everything should be in the world. Yeah, but, but you know, I guess, I, I guess you were in the industry, so yeah. how much of the exploitation... Did you see? Well, that certainly gets put out there as oh, one of the yeah. issues about porn. Well, the thing, like all the free, because a lot of people, they, they say that's free, but it's not free. It's actually stolen. It's pirated porn. Anything that you are, quote unquote, watching for free, it's not free. Like, it was stolen. <laughs> so that is, that's like, if anything, that's the exploitation. When it comes with the females in the street, one, we make more money than, than the men. There is literally the only industry where we do make more money than men uh we have control over who we who we work with um our own image um how we want to present ourselves like no one else has control over that so that's actually like it's better than other like types of careers where like the woman doesn't really have that type of control over like everything so because you're your own brand you know unless like get hired as like a contract star with like wicked or something like that then you have to you know follow suit with what they go through but yeah I but, never, like, I never felt, the only time, like, if I got ripped off, like, I felt exploited, yes. obviously. But, no, if anything, like, it was empowering to me. Like, it taught me a lot, like, a lot more than, than unfortunately, what kids, especially my age, like, learned about sex. I was also Catholic. Like, I was raised Catholic. So, you know, anal was the only way to really have sex. <laughs> Otherwise, God will hate you. <laughs> no, but, so, so what about, like, people that say that, you know, porn is clearly sort of driven towards male you know, like 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 male pleasure. Yeah. Well, they have feminist porn and stuff like that. Well, that's also like because because women are taught differently about sex. Like they're supposed to be ashamed, while men have always been praised for doing it. So of course, women are not really going to be turned on by certain things. But they have porn specifically for women. And like I've actually like a lot of my fans were like younger couples, like in their twenties, like men and women, which I thought was actually really cool. So you don't buy into this thought that. Like a lot of like young men, obviously access to porn from a young age that they that they're sort of uh, they're getting a, a false representation of the. Oh, no, they definitely do not need to be watching porn. Of that It can fuck them up. I because I, I in uh, school for psychology, that was one of the things that like 
I had researched that's so, like I want to get my PhD in um, like sex education and, and stuff like that. Like, cause, cause like the average age of a kid that watches porn is around eight years old, like Jesus. eight to ten, and that is really young, and it can give them like an obscured view of how to treat women, especially if they're, because when you're a kid, you're going to watch the weirdest shit. Like you're not just going to go because you don't know what the fuck you like. Cause you're eight. You barely even know what your fucking dick is kind of thing. So when you go and pick a porn, like you're going to watch like the gang bangs and all this weird shit and just automatically assume that that's, what women like or Mm. or how to speak to women and then they end up learning the hard way and I think that's how incels are born. (laughs) But but that's a quick jump. I mean, on a a serious note, because I know right now it's very anecdotal, right? There's really, there's no hardcore science to back up how it's affecting young men. Yeah, they haven't really done like, I mean, they, they have some studies out there, but they're not published. Like you actually have to go and search for them, dig for them. But at the same time, like, there, there's only, like, one or two. And, and sometimes a lot of the research is also biased depending on who's doing the research because sure, sure. a lot of it is always normally negatively instead of how it could also be positive. It's like anything. It's like any drug, anything, good in moderation yes. <laughs> kind of thing. Like, you don't want to overdo it. You can help out every once in a while, but don't, like, don't be a porn addict. Now, do you think the porn industry should be taking on any responsibility for the type of porn that they're putting out? In terms no, because that's um, part of free speech. There should be like something though. You know, like I, you can't drink at a bar until you're 18 and you mm-hmm. show your ID. Like there should be something. I don't know. Like I wish there was like a like pop up and you had well, to show. Well, there is. There oh is yeah, pop-ups. but people, like, fucking kids are way smarter Wait, when it comes pop-up? to the computers. They know what how to like fix no, it. I mean, are you 18? Oh, yeah. I know, but I wish there was some way that they had to prove it. Like, I don't know. I don't well, know. it used to be like credit cards, ID. but now you don't need credit cards. Yeah. yeah there's just... different ways to do that. Well, a lot of, um, I know, like, there's a bunch of directors that, like, they don't work with girls who are under 18. Like, they only work with girls that are, like, 21 and over. Because there is that, there, there have been a lot of girls, like, that hot girls wanted thing. Like, it wasn't wrong in the way that how girls get started. And some girls make it, and some girls don't. And some girls feel like... Like they were exploited, even though like they knew what they were getting into. But they're also eighteen, so their brains aren't even fully developed yet. They have no fucking idea what they're doing. And so yeah, like there's a good example, Bell Knox. Like she was, um, she was the Stanford. She, she was the girl that uh, went to Stanford College. Like she was in Stanford, and she started um, paying for school with porn. And like some of the first scenes that she did, because her agent fucking sucked, was like all this crazy like hardcore bdsm stuff and like you don't do that to an 18 year old girl Mm -hmm. um but yeah she ended up getting really big like she was on the view and stuff like that um she quit doing porn like i think i think she only did for like a year or something like that um she's in law school now and and stuff like that she's actually doing pretty well now but she wasn't one of those people she just quit like she didn't like shit on the industry because a lot of girls will like go and shit on the industry and try to blame the industry for their shitty mistakes right. and for them being done well you should have waited until you knew a little bit more i mean it's, it's like because people will exploit anyone in any industry finance especially you know this people just think of it as, as like more morally wrong because sex is involved mm-hmm. and so because sex people still think sex is like a still puritan like holy like matrimonious kind of thing instead of just being an animalistic because we're animals and it's just something that we do and you don't think the industry should take any responsibility? 
Well, like I said, like maybe have like age restrictions on, on like girls yes. or, or whatever. And like, I mean, like I said, they do the intro exit interviews, but I mean, legally they do everything up to par. So it's really, so it's of, quite regulated, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh yeah. Very much so. Which I'm going to talk to you about in a minute, but the last question I want to ask while okay. we're talking about this, <laughs> if you were to say to the average, like young man who's got a large majority of his sex education from porn. What, just no. This is just like a, this is more like a fun thing. This okay. is more like a comedy setup. <laughs> if you were to say like one to three things that you've learned from porn that are not going to be work out well in reality, what would you think they would be? Uh, women normally don't like to get cum in their eyes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I was going to say, yeah, coming oh, on the face is not. I, I mean, thinking, so, like yeah. I don't mind it. Like, like swallowing has always just been easier <laughs> to me. <laughs> it's just less cleanup. Yes, there's some some and people just, I've noticed say that on yeah, a practical level. Although um, I can't imagine why anybody yeah, would want. Fingering it is not necessarily a thing that you do. Um, what do you like, mean? Guys are just so bad. Girls are way better at fingering because they, they know what they're doing. A lot of guys just don't know what they're doing. Also, wash your but fucking you hands that, before you do it. But you think that's from porn? That's just, that's just bad practice <laughs> yeah, in general. Yeah, that's just... Uh, I think that's just life experience. Yeah. But they've been fingering since they were young. They should be better at fingering. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I, what, yeah, what I mean yeah. is it's not directly related to what they've learned from porn. Oh, yeah. true. Guys have been bad at fingering since the yeah. dawn of fingering. Yes. Whenever uh, that was. Oh, um, some cum shots are not real like i've done this scene is called cum blast city and um it's where we take um uh, <laughs> we take a bicycle air pump and this tube and some pina colada mix and what we do is that we put the tube through the guy's butt crack and then up through the shell you know up and then i have to hold on to it so right before because he does actually come as well but um when he does come he, someone else pushes the air pump, and so that way it's just like wow. Because I actually had people think that that dude really came that. Much. I would love pina colada spray to my face. You know, it was nice. better than like come. It's like a little sweet and salty. Do you, you like know? pina colada? <laughs> uh, I can have a pina colada later. Just, I'll be thinking of you and sperm. <laughs> just covered in it. Oh god, it's great. Um, I'm still thinking. I'm like not to go back to it, but I'm yeah. still thinking about that director who had the glasses on and thinking how lucky he was. He had glasses yeah, on. Yeah, it's like a safety hazard. I just imagine all the these people. Right? You need to wear goggles. Maybe like well, for a while, like uh, when they were trying to like force condoms in the porn, like they were going to have people wear hazmat suits and stuff like that like they do um like if they were at a hospital and stuff like that it's like that episode or not the episode that scene in et with all the hazmat yeah. except for with sex yeah oh, that'd yeah be- yeah no that they were not happy about that everyone's like you get the fuck out of here with that um the other one i'm um, not at all assholes gape i guess it could probably be another not all one. assholes gape what Correct. does that mean so um, gaping is a thing and it could also be done with your vagina or your butt, but it's just where your asshole stretch out because unlike the vagina, uh, the muscles in your ass don't go back to the size. So like you get actually like blow out your asshole. So some girls for actually, life. Yeah. Some girls actually have colostomy bags and stuff like that from too much anal. Oh, oh really? My God. So that is a real thing. That is a real thing. I didn't Correct. know that was real. Yeah. So you could put that down as one big negative about being involved in the porn industry. I mean, because I know some girls actually prefer anal sex over vaginal sex. So it's just like part of what they do, you know, Jesus, but they I can just... end up with a gaping asshole. Yes. Correct. Jesus Christ. And how, <laughs> I already see you. Like, you're just so cute. You're just sitting there like, oh my, your facial expressions are amazing. And uh, did you do a lot of anal in the porn? I, yeah, I've done anal in the porn. Yeah, I like, I like anal sex. Like, I like fucking in general. Yeah, I, I guess, like... I um, guess if you just like... It wasn't like too much gaping for me, though. I'm like, yeah, we're not doing that. Wait, so how 
would how would they get it so that it ends up gaping? Like that's just maybe like really. Well, it's like stretching. Like let's say have different gauges of butt plugs. You know, like different gauges for like your ears or piercings. They're just different gauges. Oh, for so they're plugs. just so doing they too big. It out. Yeah, yeah. So if they're just having normal anal, it's fine. Yeah, then. yeah. Every once in a while, it's all right. It's yeah. more of a porn problem rather than a every now and then anal problem. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Like you're not having that type of sex. Like it's not like real sex is not the same as porn sex. And like some guys have actually asked me for that. I'm like, you can't handle that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not. You can't handle a plug. You can't do that. Well, also because like there's just so much stopping <gasps> and starting and like because I mean it takes like a good six to eight hours to film because you have to do still pictures and then you have video and you have to change lighting and then there's different positions. So like I'm like, can you keep your dick hard for eight hours? Because otherwise Otherwise, no, we're not doing it. Next time a guy asks you for porn sex, just be like, okay, and then start making pina colada. <laughs> so six to eight, six to eight hours for an average. Sometimes, yeah, for like an average sex scene. Jesus, so they have to keep their, they have to go soft and go hard again, and go soft. Well, a lot of times, like, what about you Surely with the wetness? Surely they're taking Viagra's nowadays. Well, that lube is uh, lube could be your friend, but also like it depends. Like the law that, like I said, a lot of the guys that I worked with, like they'll eat my like off camera, like just eat my pussy to help, like help with lubrication, Jesus. and like there's some dudes that like will have sex like off camera just because we like fucking does this not ruin regular sex for you though like if you're fucking eight hours a day you probably just want to go home and never look at look at a penis that night like did, how did well, it affect sometimes like i didn't like um like if i had a scene like 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 because i was dating a director like we couldn't fuck before we had a scene like especially him because he needed his cum shot basically <laughs> kind of thing for me to be like yeah all right we'll just wait until tomorrow yeah it was um like i've done like a couple scenes in one day like one was a blowjob scene though so it wasn't like actual penetration but yeah no it could be um exhausting like now like regular sex is it's fine but like i am very particular like i have to be very picky about who i sleep with yeah and as well you probably have a higher maybe i guess yeah your sexual partners now have to be able to keep up with you yeah that's also another thing because i'm 40 so like i'm kind of in my sexual prime now more than a when I was um, in my 30s, yeah. Like, I broke... But how do you deal with all these pedestrian cocks? You're, you're literally in the professional cock business. It's now just, suddenly you're down uh, to these amateur penises. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just giving it away for free, too, which is weird, because oh. I have all these special skills and talents. <laughs> giving it away. It's fine. I'm fine. And what about, you know, like, urban... Well, not urban myths, but, like, fluffers and all these things that you hear about. No, they're Bullshit, not. Right? Like, back in the day, yeah, like, we used to have, like, makeup artists and craft services and, like, a real movie set, but then people stopped paying for the porn and now yeah i mean some companies still have that kind of stuff but not a lot do you think sorry des i'm being a bit completely ignorant i should have maybe googled this before but the exploitation of porn are people worried that there is like girls that are um forced into doing porn. yeah yeah like they automatically always think that any type of like woman in any type of sex work is like forced into it or like so do you think if people started paying for it then that would I mean, help it, would, it would help a little bit, but no, that that's never going to change the opinion of that. Because even with women that are getting paid, they're like, you're still exploited. It's like, I make $500,000 a year. How am I being exploited? Is there women, though, that are kind of forced into it or something from like a different... No. You haven't experienced that? I mean, I, no, I haven't experienced mm-hmm. that. But, but again, I also went in when I was 30 and like smarter-ish. Yeah, yeah but also <laughs> some people argue that it's like porn is violence against women. I mean, they have had some violent scenes, but that's also, like, it's acting. 
It's, yes. it's not real violence. <laughs> That's the thing. Because I, I have a great joke about how a lot of times people have a really hard time disassociating the real person from what they're watching in TV. And even with mainstream stuff, it's the exact same thing. People, like, they see that and they build these relationships with them. And, like, because I've had people, like, in my DMs still where there's, like, these, these dudes talking, like, like they know me. Like, we're friends. It's like you just... Like, you've built this relationship with me online, and that's not who I really am. That's not the real person. Because people are always very surprised when I'm kind of a cunt to them. And I'm like, I don't fucking know you. <laughs> Dude, like, why are you surprised by that? So, yeah, they don't like that. I lose a lot of fans, to be honest. But you're, you're getting out of that anyway, right? Oh, I've been out of porn for seven years. Uh, so I noticed online that you... But I couldn't see what your opinion was, but you had a strong opinion about the... Uh, the condom law. Oh, yeah. Measure B. Yeah. We measure B. About that. Yeah. What uh, is that? Um, well, for, I mean, it's done and gone. Like, it, it didn't pass. Um, the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, um, Michael Weinstein, I want to say. This is, like, going back, like, seven, eight years. So, it's a little bit hard for me to remember. But um, he was, uh, they were trying to push this, this condom law where porn performers had to wear protection in movies but he was taking away um our right to control our own bodies because there's some companies like wicked wicked is a condom only company and so like if you want to work for wicked you're going to be using a condom but a lot of times it's choice like if you want to wear a condom you can absolutely like there's some scenes i wore condoms and some that you don't like it's up to should be up to the performer so they were trying to take away our right to control our own bodies. And that was like the major thing for a lot of people. It's very similar to like the abortion thing. It's like it's the woman's right to fucking choose. It's her body. So it's like it's our choice if we want to or not kind of thing. So yeah, that um, they just wasted millions of dollars and they were very, because like, oh, they're like, oh, it's just HIV is breaking out constantly. It wasn't. It's not. Uh, there was um, a contraction. Uh, three people got it, but this, it was um, a crossover performer. It was a male performer who also was doing gay for pay. So he was just doing like gay, gay scenes for, for money that's called gay for pay, but he was also doing gay escorting and he wasn't wearing protection during that and then he gave it to his girlfriend and then to another. So it was like, but he, they didn't want to talk about how he fucked up basically and was escorting without using protection and then went into porn and like, you know, like there's a trust thing. That's why like people have like lists of people who they work with and yes. people that they won't work with kind of thing. So I know, but how do you, how do you know if more people aren't doing what this guy did? That's the problem. And that, yeah, and that's the little conundrum. <laughs> and why, just out of curiosity, why wouldn't you want to use a condom? Do you feel like... Well, I mean, especially the type of sex that we have. Like, I've tried, and, like, they'll rip, and, like, it's actually be kind of painful for a female, especially, you know, because we're innie. So, like, a lot of that, like, friction and stuff can actually, like, harm you. Like, you could get yeast infections or urinary tract infections, tearing and stuff like From that. From condoms? Yeah. For the have you well, when you're fucking for six hours. Yeah. Wow, Okay. See, I guess that's the other side. And like, especially like, like um, latex condoms, like they tend to like absorb any like yeah, moisture that you have. Yeah. So. And then some people might have an allergy to a lot of women, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I can't use latex condoms. I use, um, I like the lamb ones. Let's get some dead lamb on there. Wow. <laughs> but do you feel like uh, at least the presence of some porn with condoms is not a bad thing to have out there just to remind people that well, see, if that's you're the having thing casual too, is, sex, condoms yeah. are a positive Oh, yeah, but at the same time, like, do you, like, look at movies for um, gun safety? <laughs> oh, no, I, I mean, I absolutely get it. But yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time, in a, in a society where porn is ubiquitous, yeah. there does 
I think oh, yeah, to a certain everyone, degree yeah, become yeah, this yeah, expectation yeah. that porn is a condomless affair. Yeah. Well, I mean, because we're professionals, and so leave the unprotected sex to the professionals. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and the gay escorts. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. You said uh, full bush, no bush. That was in 2007. Is it? Yeah. Uh, 2009, 2008. That was for the masturbation videos, right? Yeah, that was for that specific company. Did you feel the rest of the movies were very no bush, get, get rid of it, no hair uh, at all? What did I... For, most of, like, well, because hair is actually like a fetish. Like they can market that as a fetish thing. So I was actually hired to do like a bush scene, and they're like, "You need to grow it out." Because I always had like a little triangle or whatever porn. They like with all the lips are clean and, and stuff like that. But it's just like the triangle up on top. So I grew it out, and then like I accident like I just shaved. Like I wasn't paying attention. Like I was like it was fucking like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like I gotta go do this scene, and I accidentally shaved it. And they're like, "Yeah, we can't shoot you." Oh, you wasted it. I Blew wasted it. yeah, and it was like a two hour drive. To, oh god. Horrible, yeah. So they have fetish stuff. Some girls do have hair, some girls don't. For the most part, if they do have hair, it's just like the triangle. Yeah. Because everyone blames porn for the eradication of pubic hair. Yeah, it's funny because like um, the director that I date, he loves hair. Like the, my ex also, because they're older too. Like they were older guys, and like they grew up with like with Playboy, where women had hair on their pussies and stuff like that. And so that's what they like there and now yeah a lot of guys I mean hair's coming back it's making a little bit you think it's making a comeback Let's make. I mean I made it a comeback me That's too that, that, <laughs> came, well, up, that I, came up on stage last night I made a joke about hair and somebody said it's coming back yeah. yeah bell bottoms and hairy pussies on your <laughs> way back man. I'm, bell I'm sorry too I was about to say I made it come back but I never made it go away so never yeah. mind <laughs> I, I like would keep it neat, but I also just I'm like, oh, it's, even that is a fucking effort. It's so it's hard. an effort. When I was younger, like it was always like cut really short, like bald for the most, because I just thought that's what you did. It's not even from watching porn. I'm just like, oh, you should have hair there. Yeah. And then now that I have hair there, actually hair helps with sex, like especially for women. It actually like helps keep a lot of, um, you know, your natural lube and mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's actually better for friction and stuff like that. Yes, Katie learned that a doctor told From her. From my gyno. Yeah. She better said to it's, have hair. Yeah, it's hair also, is actually, it's there for a fucking reason, you guys. <laughs> it's also more pleasurable because of the hair follicles. Correct. Oh, no, I'm a, I'm a hair lady. Yeah, yeah. Hair. you're like, let's just keep it yeah. all. She's a hair promoter. Yeah. There we go. Good. High five. So, so just, <laughs> just, to, just because I, I feel like uh, you, you let it slip, you, you escorted a bit too then, huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. During oh. your porn time? Yeah, and after a little bit. And what did you, was escorting for you, was it just spending time with them or did you physically have sex or did you just do little things? Sometimes or? both. Sometimes wow. both, yeah. Um, but well, mostly when, sex though, right? Yeah, it's like a thousand, fifteen hundred, sometimes two thousand dollars an hour depending on the person. Oh my God. Because you're a porn star. Correct. Yeah, because I, I, I have the name recognition or whatever. Like, it must be very freeing to be able... I, look, I just put, personally can't, and I never will be able yeah. to... Yeah, no, it's, no it's definitely... You um, have to definitely, like, have a different viewpoint. Yeah, I have no judgment on anybody. Yeah. A lot of my friends are escorts. Um, but I'm thinking, God, I, I would love... It must be very freeing to be able to go, I have no shame, I'm getting $2,000 an hour. Yeah. Oof, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, $10,000 a night. Like, if Jesus. I spend the night... That is all a, my savings. Yeah, I had a football player. Fuck. A football yeah. player as well. That's nice. What were you doing? You were, go you were putting yeah, yourself the, up on the actually, website? Well, that's the thing is that, like, there are so many people that hire escorts. And, like, because even, like, there's these things called sex surrogates, which actually uh, some insurance companies cover in some states, especially for, like, military veterans or, like, uh, disabled people, you know, who can't go out and meet people or are socially awkward. But... 
like sex like it's healthy like we need to have it like it's part like if it helps with depression especially for men like if they don't masturbate like you guys could die <laughs> you know I, I know but I agree with you as well I think I have like a little bit a little bit and if you ask my close friends they would say that's a lie I have a lot more than a little bit of anxiety about certain things yeah. like I overthink a lot but mm-hmm. when and you notice it happens when I forget to if I go a week without masturbating but if I'm like masturbating nearly every day, I'm yeah, like, you gotta kind of. My do brain it. is good. Yeah, yeah. I it think helps. You're right. Sex Blood helps. Flow. You gotta do it. Yeah. So, so you're you're equating escort <laughs> as anxiety a, relief. Yeah, she's for a helper. People, yeah, for some people, I mean, a lot of times too, it's just having how, how, having an emotional connection, like just being able to talk to someone. But did you do that? Did you go out with men who were like disabled and or were your clientele? No, maybe? I did have one. Like he was extra older. I think he was like in his 80s and it was like one time I'm like yeah that's you just weren't into it this. wasn't in like so, a lot of the guys I've hired like I've been actually very attracted to I'd be like oh you're actually like I've been very fortunate in that where they're like actually attractive and kind of hot but you had the credits it's not like I could just walk into the and be all of a sudden be getting 10 grand a night like you were in the porn you had the, yeah yeah, so yeah they picked me yeah they yeah, I had like a, a book they knew you'd be professional oh you, you, you had a booker not, yeah. not a website no, I had, yeah, I was kind of like underground with it. I didn't do... You had like a Heidi Fleisch kinda, type? Yeah. Yeah, except not a narc, so... High end? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. In Florida? Uh, no, she's actually uh, New York-based. I also had a different one uh, in L.A. All right. And then they organize like if you need to fly somewhere and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when did the escorting come? So you're the exotic dancer, you're the well, porn that, star. Uh, like, um, I did that, I think it was like my first or second year into porn. Okay. Even like a little bit before when I was a dancer, I didn't realize that my girlfriends uh, were escorts. Like they're just like, oh, well, we get a hotel room and then we tell these guys that we're going to give them massages for $300 and then we don't get them a massage. Or you can give them a massage. They're going to think that they're, that they're going to have sex. This is what they told me. I didn't realize that my girlfriends were actually fucking them. This is how dumb I was. It's like 18. So like the dude would be like, oh, I'm giving you a massage. He's like, anything else? I'm like, nope. That's escorting and that's illegal. Because I just thought it was like a rip-off scam. And I'm all about ripping off people. Like I thought that was fun. I was like 18, 19. I'm like, this is fun. Let's do that. Yeah, but they were actually doing that. So I was like a half-ass escort, <laughs> I guess. But that's dangerous, no? Because then some Yeah, guy... no, that was real dumb. Don't recommend doing that. I mean, and this is back in the day without the internet. Like we're putting out ads in newspapers and stuff like that. So. Jeez. Oh, so you were like doing a back page? It was like scenario. old school. Yeah. Wait, that was school. that's not when you're 18 though. Your friends were doing that when you're 18. You didn't. Yeah, yeah. They had the ads and stuff like that, kind of thing. And did you find sorry for all of this? So you're I having sex escorting, and you're obviously having sex in porn. The sex you were doing before you got involved in this, like, did you go in there going, "Oh my god, I'm actually very vanilla," or were you always kind of a bit explore explory? What's the word? Exploratory. Exploratory. Yeah, no, I've always been kind of a freak. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. So that was always very. So that yeah, was. Yeah, that it was very. That's why it was easy for me to. Well, yeah. Like, like, like let me try like this today. For me, like it'd be a huge jump. Like yeah, I'm just yeah. learning <laughs> stuff this year that I never even heard of before in my life. Yeah. So. And definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think you need to insert views. yourself into thinking about escorting. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I. I already said I couldn't do it. That's a that's a hundred percent. Just be concerned about learning about it here, not thinking yeah. about yourself. No, 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 a hundred percent. I never was, but I'm just I'm just wondering if she had been like a vanilla person, more vanilla person like me. Like I'm, I'm just wondering, like are you know, do people like if you had a bin, that would have been a yeah, huge I'm, learning. Yeah, like I definitely learned some things, and like about yourself, and then like other people, like you know what people like and, and stuff like that. What you like, 
I learned a lot about what I like and what I don't like and stuff. So. And what stopped you with the escorting? Same thing, just over it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I have a sugar daddy now, kind of a benefactor that, um, that I see like once or twice a month. Oh, really? You still do? Yeah. Is that based like from almost eight years? It's oh, like wow. it's like a weird relationship. I don't know. My longest relationship is with the dude who pays me. So let's just leave it at that. <laughs> was that a seeking arrangements one, or that was just from the old days? Of no, escort? that was from that. Yeah, like I said, like eight years. But he wanted me to like. He's the only person I see every once in a while. Like I have, um, like there's this football player that I like, and he's like ten thousand dollars a night, and he'll fly me out, and we'll hang out or whatever. Huh. Do you save all that money? You must have so Some much of money. It, yeah, well, I, I mean, would I got save it all. for my uh, psychology degree. Of so. course. See, it's so expensive here to go to college. Yeah. You should have gotten it all and then went to... Ar- no, it'd still be expensive for you. I forgot. <laughs> Jesus. And then I still need to go and get my PhD. I'm just... School is rough. Oh, God. It's hard. That's tough. Yeah, so it's another, guess, like, four years for I mean, before too. you go... Okay. I mean, again, with this debate that rages on about sex work, <laughs> do you... Do you completely dismiss the argument of people that say that on some level you must be, you know... Broken? Yeah, or that, that, it, that there's no way that you could do this unless that you were being exploited in some way. That there's a level of manipulation that perhaps is like subconscious that you're not aware of. Oh, okay, that's just ignorance to me. Like I do, I think that's ignorance. Yeah, like there's some people that are like forced into it. Like a lot of people confuse sex work with sex trafficking. And that is two completely different things. That there are like a lot of women like uh, New Zealand, sex work is legal there. You know, and, and everyone, like, it's government regulated and women, are, like, they love it because they make more money to get more free time to spend with their kids and do all this other stuff. And they're like, they're being exploited. It's like, when, when you do a job, like, if you're a doctor, right, and you're a surgeon, you have to have good hands, right? So that job, you're using your hands. Computer science, you're using your brain. Sex work, you're just using your pussy or your dick. Like, mm. it's really, you're not, construction workers use their whole body. Football players fucking get brain damage and stuff like that. They get brain damage. I may get gonorrhea. Like, it's just... Do you think if prostitution was legal in the United States, you'd be able to charge $10,000? Yeah, probably not so much. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the, one of the... That's, like, I have a bit about it where it's like... Like, I wanted to make it legal because it needs to be, but at the same time, I'm like, my rate is going to go way down. Because <laughs> the taboo nature kind of... Yeah. Jacks it up. Yeah. Same with, like... So are you, you, you believe in legalization? Yeah. I mean, but I also think that they need to make, like, a lot of drugs legal, too. Marijuana, mushrooms would be kind of cool. They just legalized recreational cocaine in Mexico, so I'm moving there next. Wow. (laughs) All right, any other questions, Katie? I feel bad because I can't have the air conditioning on because we're recording, but I'm aware that it's a little sticky. That's fine. No, I've not. I think I... Did I cover everything? You can always call me if you do have any questions. I do get random people to call and be like, is this real? And hey, can I ask another stupid... I'm going to ask a really stupid question. I should really read <laughs> the news. Is but is uh, sex trafficking a huge thing in the States? Um, not necessarily, yeah. I mean, you have the Epstein thing. I mean, it's not anywhere... Like, it's not bigger anywhere else. Like, they do have sex trafficking here. But a lot of it also has to do with children and stuff like that. And they have these SESTA-FOSTA laws where they got rid of this website called Backpage where a lot of escorts worked out of um, because um, there was sex trafficking on there. But a lot of times, those types of websites actually helped catch, like, pedophiles and sex traffickers, like some... Don't quote me on the percentage, but it was very high. It was, like, 58 or 68% of 
the sex traffickers that were caught were caught from those websites and now those websites are down so it's like how are they catching them now so there's like they don't know what they're doing basically and it's very confusing for them and instead of like looking at other countries to model off of which would make sense you know the united states has to do everything fucking the hard way yeah but then ireland modeled itself off the swedish model which was uh do they have legal sex work in ireland no no no, it's illegal but now they've Oh, you guys just actually got abortion legal in Ireland. Last yeah. year, yeah. So, but no, in Ireland, they're, they're looking, I think, believe it's the Swedish model where the, it's the buyer that's penalized. Oh, so solicitation more yes. than, got it. Okay, yes. yeah, here in the United, it's both. Both of you, you get prostitution and then solicitation of prostitution yeah, or two, whatever. Two, yeah. two, two for both, one. Two for one, both are illegal. How, how did you feel about the Epstein thing? I mean, that, oh, that, did, did, that, that was, um, that was, Weird. Like, do I think that he actually killed himself or if someone else? Oh, well. <laughs> or just like him in general with the pedophile thing. That happens. All, like, you look at Hollywood. When I lived in Hollywood in L.A. and stuff like that, they do like a lot of rich people do a lot of really weird fucking shit. They are a different human to me. And I've, I've had very, very rich clients and they live in their own little fucking worlds. And if some dude's like, I want to fuck a kid today. He'll go fuck a kid. Like, that's just the way that they are, unfortunately. When you have that type of money, you just think you can get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah, so when you were in that world, nothing surprises you, huh? In terms of the powerful people and the shit they get up. No, not necessarily, I guess, surprised so much. Just more like, oh, that makes... Yeah, it's Mm. just like, oh, this is happening here. Or with this, like, I think if anything, it'd just be like the people more than the scenario, depending on who the person was or people. Does that make sense? Okay. <laughs> She's like biting her cuticle. No, my nose is blocked, so I'm just like breathing away from oh. the microphone. <laughs> and yes, actually, I was bite my. And when people talk about rich people, because the I never met. I guess I thought I met rich people until I lived over, moved over here. I when I first moved oh, over here, oh, especially in New York. Though. Well, I lived yeah. in Greenwich, Connecticut, first, and I was working at a country club, and I was like, I couldn't believe it it was the richest whitest mm-hmm. the things i heard i couldn't believe they're coming out of people's mouth like their thoughts that you maybe think i would never think but someone should keep the back of their fucking head and yeah. the behavior yeah. and so that was like as first time i'd met the rich of the rich like the one percent and yeah. i did yeah, not like working there special breed so yeah not like you said it doesn't surprise they just get whatever they want whatever pros whatever and cons want. though pros and cons everyone They'll give you two thousand for one hour yeah that's what they know Bad tippers and when it's waitresses, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Extra 500 for anal. Wow. Well, I'd be like, well, I wouldn't because really I'd be the no. worst. I'd be the worst porn star. I'd be the worst escort. They'd be like, I still not. I'm not really sure with the whole lick and balls thing that gave me such a shock last you never year. Had so. them around, like, just the whole well, time. someone just said to me recently, they heard my joke on stage and she was like, you know, you're meant to actually just push it in your mouth. And I'm like, I just don't know what I'm doing when I was watching. I brought it up a bunch of times. I know Des, but I was watching another episode of Outlander. The guy is having sex with a woman for the first time. And she said, just tell me what to do. And there, he's on top and he goes, move your body with me. And I was like, holy fuck, I meant to move my body with them. <laughs> Honestly, I've been giving out a lot of bad sex. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure you're probably naturally doing a lot of the things. Yeah. I think so, but like then balls, I guess when like I think about it, you know, like I'm having like two ice cubes in your mouth. They're just moving around. A lot. Wow. Yeah, you're not meant to put too much pressure. You don't want to hurt the guy. Yeah, not too much. Just real light. You don't have to put them all like one at a time. Oh, you know what? Some are bigger than others. There's bigger sacks than others. Like I would have been great shape. in your mama Mamazonian uh, porn. Actually, yeah. I would because that was oh, the first. Yeah. Time. Oh, that was right. Yeah. That was the last question I wanted to ask. Oh, okay. You. Since we <laughs> have listeners that are going to be listening, as curious about you. Oh God. What should they go and look at 
What's your greatest work? Oh my god! I mean, it's so old. Every time I do Come a on, podcast, what's your greatest like work? my Pornhub shit goes up. Um, Amazon was great. I like Amazon. Um, I did a lot of really fun stuff with like Naughty America. It was a good company. Um, Jules Jordan. Um, I did that. If you're into other stuff, I've done some like Japanese rape fetish, and some like psycho killer like snuff stuff. If you're into, can we go that. back for a second? What is Japanese rape fetish? So um, it's a Japanese company who hired me to do a rape fetish scene. Oh, I thought you meant it was Japanese men raping you. Yeah. That's, oh, okay. That's literally what it is. Okay. Yeah. Fake right. rape, not consensual rape. If yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, okay. yeah. If that's a <laughs> not thing. Not real. Yeah, Jesus. Okay. Consensual rape. Yeah, it is a thing. It, not really. It's, no. No, but it is kind of. An oxymoron, I guess. Yeah. Wow. It's like, yes, you can rape me. If that. For this scene, it's acting. <laughs> In yeah. the way that Jodie Foster wasn't raped in The Accused. Correct, correct. But she was, the performance was that she was being raped. Yeah. Yes. Jesus. Yeah, it was actually, because it was a Japanese dude, and he was tiny, and he, like, his dick wasn't that big. It was, like, average size. It wasn't that big, but he had a Japanese accent, and, like, the things that he was saying, he's like, oh, rape you. I, like, I was laughing so hard that I was crying, because sometimes when you laugh, it also kind of looks like you're crying, so, like, I managed to do that, where they actually stop to see if I was okay. Aw, and that just made me laugh even harder. But at least they were checking in on you. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm fine. And like, I didn't want to like laugh in their face, but I'm like, no, I'm fine. And she's like, good actress. And I'm like, yeah, just keep you it. You just thought it was really funny? I kind of want to check funny. that out just out of curiosity. Hmm? I just want to see that just out of curiosity. <laughs> out of curiosity. What's it called again? Um, oh, God. I, it's like through a Japanese company. You may have to oh, right. check out some Japanese And was the, was the penetration that. blurred out then on that? Uh, probably pixelated mm-hmm. yeah i worked for uh, a chinese company where like the camera had to be like 15 feet away from the bed and they actually measured it they had to measure it wow yeah yeah oh. and then everything's just blurred out <laughs> it's so funny all right well thank you so much yes yeah, thank yeah, you for thank having you. me do you want to poke done? yourself there because we never even said your last name oh, d- oh did a, we never get to that no. Aliyah Janine no Aliyah Janine Jesus all these people are going to be looking for you they don't well in the intro I've said your full name yes Aliyah Janine and that's it's my real name it's what I went by in porn you can follow me on Twitter the Aliyah Janine Instagram Aliyah Janine you can come check out my comedy shows I do comedy now my schedule's at AliyahJanine.com and you have a Wikipedia page I do. Yeah, I have a Wikipedia <laughs> page. I have an IMDb. <laughs> I read your wiki today. <laughs> I forgot about the Wikipedia page. Well, go follow her, and yeah. uh, we'll chat to everybody later. Yeah. Thank Bye, you so guys. much. Reviews. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Aaliyah. Thank you, Katie. I am actually in Las Vegas right now. Quite a bit of time has passed since we recorded this episode. And uh, just a bit of admin. As always, thanks everyone for feedback. Uh, we we always appreciate it. In fact, I was thinking, I was thinking today, well, I was thinking the last couple of days. I wish there was a way to be a little more interactive with people. You know, like I'd love to be able to do phone calls with people that listen to the podcast if they wanted to like share stories and stuff, like live into the app. But I'm also aware that people would be, like, paranoid about that. But, you know, particularly for, like, stuff that's not too personal. You know, like, you know, just lighthearted stuff about, you know, celebrity gossip or what people think about different things that are going on. Uh, it would be nice to get, like, a, like a call in. But certainly uh, send us some messages. 
send uh, send some DMs. Our next episode is going to be about monogamy and infidelity uh, with Kate Sheeler, who uh, you guys may remember from the last time I was in Las Vegas. So if anybody has any thoughts on that, um, not so much for the episode itself, which I'm recording on Thursday, but, uh, well, I'm recording the episode on Thursday. So if you have any questions about infidelity, monogamy, polyamorous relationships, can they work? Um, send it, send it to my DMs because Katie's not with me. Send it to my DMs on Instagram at Des Bishop and, uh, I'll ask Kate her opinion about it. Um, I myself uh, listened to uh, Esther Perel TED Talk about infidelity that Joanne McNally had turned me on to. And uh, it's it's an interesting topic. So I'm looking forward to... I know that Kate has a lot of thoughts about it. She teed it up for me the last time we recorded the episode about... Uh, hypnotherapy and all that, you know, and how the mind gets in the way of sexual pleasure. So needless to say, that's coming up next week. So any feedback, if you listen to this Wednesday, you do have time to send me a message. I'm way behind. I'm eight hours behind Ireland, three hours behind New York. So plenty of time to get me a message if you're listening to this now. Also, um, I'm going to pick my, my five winners, five pairs of tickets to Vicker Street, uh, I will send out a message in, in the next 48 hours to each of the winners. I'll announce the names next week. But the competition is now over, so no need to... Well, we want uh, comments on iTunes and Spotify and CastBox and the Acast app and Stitcher. We want those comments and we want those five stars on iTunes. We do, real bad. Swipe all the way down to past all the episodes, and that's where you'll find the ratings and reviews. We want those reviews. But uh, but as far as the competition goes, it's over for Vicker Street. However, if you go on my website, desbishop.net forward slash tour dates, you'll see that I've got quite a few Irish tour dates coming up. Um, and this is really, this competition is really only available for people in Ireland because I kind of control my own shows more in Ireland than I do here. Uh, so if you're, uh, looking for some tickets to shows, uh, some of them I might be able to do. So if you put up a comment and, and you let me know where you'd like tickets to shows, I might consider it. So that's just something to keep in mind as we try to get, uh, more promotion of the podcast. Um, so that's really it. Uh, any feedback about the app you just listened to, do send that to me or Katie also. Um, exciting times coming up on the podcast. I go back to Ireland October 6th. I get there October 7th. Katie's going to be in Ireland with me for a while, so we're going to be doing loads of apps in Ireland. Katie's going to be opening up for me. Well, you know, she's going to be doing like some of the shows with me um, on the tour. She'll be in Cork. She'll be in Thurless County Tipperary. Uh, wherever else I'm doing that weekend, which I, I think is actually Vicker Street. She'll be in Vicker Street. And uh, there might be one or two other dates that I'm missing out on in terms of uh, Katie being at the show. She's not going to be in Maynooth because she has to be at a wedding, which is one of the reasons why she's back in Ireland. So anyway, which is a pity because she's from Leak Slip. 
So that's it, really. Um, it's so funny. I'm recording this now, and uh, you know, I, I I'm now about to edit the app just to give you a bit of timeline. I haven't actually edited the app yet, and I can't remember if I recorded an outro with Katie. So there may, this may actually be an outro after an outro, which would be very unorganized of me. But just for the record, just so you have a, a sense of time and place, I just did a show at the Comedy Cellar, and I have another show, 9 o'clock show. I did a 7 o'clock show. I was on stage at about seven uh, yeah, 7.50. Got off stage at whatever, 8.10, and ran up to my room, and now I'm doing this. 9 o'clock show starts in a few minutes, and... I'll be running back down to do my spot and then coming back up to finish this. So I'm a little all over the place. So I apologize. And uh, that's it. We'll see you. We'll talk to you next week, next Wednesday. And uh, until then, good evening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.